this is dumb. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this. You ever seen when people are talking and they get that like white speckle stuff in the corner? Yeah. And then they go to lick uh. it. <laughs> uh, I had to put that picture in somebody else's head. I was thinking about that and I saw somebody do it recently. We were talking and uh, I wanted to throw up. It like triggered a reaction <laughs> in me. I never knew it was a big deal. And now I can't not see it. Like now I'm checking everybody's mouth. You know, it make, you know what's even worse? Imagine that, but someone eating mayo. The whole mouth is filled with it. Oh, but that's that's different. It's mayonnaise. That's a condiment. <laughs> but like your natural secretions in the corner of your mouth. You know, it's crazy. Um, speaking of mayonnaise, uh, Mrs. J went to um, get some chicken over rice. You know, the halal chicken over rice mm-hmm. you buy everywhere. Some street meat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little, a little rough, but <laughs> yeah. Chicken over rice. And um, <laughs> this guy did not care what he was putting on the plate. Like he was just trying to make some money. Um, and I don't know if the people in the neighborhood really realized what was going on, but she brings his food back. Um, she says, yeah, she wanted some white sauce. Uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. No problem. Can, we, can, we, just, can container. we just talk about that? We don't even know what it is. We just call it white sauce. Disgusting. No, no, it's, it's tzatziki yeah. sauce. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's tzatziki okay. sauce. That's a real yeah, yeah. thing. It's like, yeah, it's, um, I know what it is. Uh, it, yogurt yeah, and it goes in, it. But it it's goes in the category delicious. of no, thank you. Nah, it's it's good. That's what makes the meal. You put a little bit of sauce, uh, a red sauce, a hot sauce, a lot of white sauce. That's how I eat it. Anyway, so she's thinking the guy is being real generous. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you some some in a different container. Here, take this. Um, so she thinks she made out like a bandit. She brings this home. My man didn't even do tzatziki sauce. He just took some mayonnaise <laughs> exactly. and squeezed it out in a plate. This is my point. So, and this was... This guy, like, this is the food he, like, he eats normally. Why did you think you could pass off mayonnaise for tzatziki sauce? And then the chicken was all undercooked and dry, and the rice was, like, too soft. And she said there was a line of people there um, with different palates from ours because they kept on <laughs> buying this thing. And it was it was the most disgusting thing in the world. And then it's all hot, as hot as it is right now in New York, and you just give somebody a bucket of a mayonnaise and tell him it's white sauce. It was, it was crazy disrespectful. I told him she should yeah, go back and complain. I think you're making my point of why mayonnaise is disgusting. No, in context, yeah, yeah, sometimes we'll mayonnaise just is agree gross. To, we'll, sometimes we'll just it's agree not. To disagree. We will agree okay. to disagree. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, this is this. <laughs> this is why we this is why we do this show. Welcome to Microaggressive. Two friends, two coasts, too much to talk about. BG in San Francisco. It's Jay from BK. How do you, how is it that you're able to break up with people? amicably i never got that when you say that that happens i think you're bullshitting when you say it happens but define amicably define i guess like the fact that i'm i was able to be maintain friendships with people after i broke up with them because when when i've broken up with people it's like i'm done (laughs) like you know when they hate me they hate me yeah i think so like i tried to do the friend thing and it's just bullshit um I just don't get how you can amicably do that. Because that has to be something like, how did, does that, I guess to me, it means that 
you get into a relationship with somebody because you like them. And I guess towards the end of a breakup, things obviously will die down and peter out. But I guess there's like a little something still there uh, because you cared about that person initially. But to just be cool with them, I don't know. Maybe it's like a, a situational thing because maybe there are things in my relationships that I didn't forgive Huh. And maybe you didn't have that stuff. I mean, I eventually did, but at the time I didn't. I just don't know how you do it. Work it out, Jay. What? what tell me how you really feel. I feel like I feel like you was going. <laughs> you was like debating yourself right there. No, because you said that to me, and I thought in the back of my head, I'm like bullshit. Like obviously, <laughs> maybe you didn't like that person like as much as you thought, and y'all like casually dated and then broke up. But like uh, like a long term relationship, did you end those amicably too? Yeah. Um, so yeah, case in point. Um, so you know my long term ex from college and post college. Um, yeah. 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 So, like, because my life is a sitcom, of course she like lives out in Cali, like twenty miles away from me or some shit. Um, but I was like scrolling through Ticketmaster or one of those concert calendars, and I saw um, Incubus. Remember that band, Incubus? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, for a funny reason, it had to do with a breakup, too. Yeah, so <laughs> interesting. So, Incubus, uh, you know, they had like the DJ and you know, rap rock, whatever. Um, so it was her favorite band, and I remember in college, uh, we worked together and we got to meet them backstage, and she was like all like hyped, and of course, like just like hands me a camera, she's like taking pictures of all of them. So, you know, it was, it was a it was a big deal for her. And I saw that they're touring in the Bay, uh, doing like 20th anniversary of one of the albums or whatever. And they're playing two nights. And one of those nights was on her birthday. Mm-hmm. And I still remember her birthday because it's kind of a big part of my life. Uh, so I haven't like talked to her in a minute. Um, like it's probably like at this point, like maybe an email once a year, like happy birthday. How's your family? Um, but I don't even know we've done that recently. But I just felt like, you know, the genuine nature of like, I just want to let this person know. So I emailed her. Um, and I was like, hey, uh, it feels like, you know, the universe is like, this is like the perfect thing for you. Um, it's your birthday. It's your favorite band from back in the day. I just want to let you know if in case you don't already know. Um, and it was like, yeah, hope all is well, right? Like um, mm-hmm. she's married, got a family, at least one kid, might have two, I don't know. Um, and she emails me back like five minutes later. And it was like, yeah, I already got tickets. Like, oh my God, we're old, um, blah, blah, blah. And I like replied back. I was like, yeah, we're not young anymore. And like, that was that, right? Um, there's no like bullshit. Like, yeah, let's catch up. Let's get a coffee. It's just like, because if we wanted to, we would. Um, so to me, but it's she not- she can't find that by herself. <laughs> huh? I mean, she did find out about it. Yeah, but to me, it's less about, to me, it was like this person, I'm thinking about this person and- I feel compelled in a way that's not threatening to them, hopefully, to just say what's up. And also, like, I'm not asking for anything. It's like, yeah. I think part of the way when it's been successful, and I am not have not always been successful as this, is when you try and make it clear kind of like what you need and what you don't need. And you end up in this gray area, right, at some point. Uh, like, you first break up with somebody and it's like, all right, we're not going to date anymore, but then maybe you still hook up for a little bit or maybe so Mm -hmm. and like it can get gray um Mm -hmm. but at some point you just have to 
you hope that there's a genuineness in the reason you still have the relationship with the person. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that's like a perfect example, but it's just like, I, this person was a huge part of my life for like a decade. Um, we had our ups and downs, like it didn't end badly, but like, we don't reach out. We don't talk that much, but a like little, Hey, what's up is not unwelcome. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I guess I've guess. never, I've never is I've never gone scorched earth. <laughs> mm, I have. <laughs> I have. Um, well, did uh, tell me about your scorched earth situation. Um, scorched earth. So, I mean, not to go too in depth, but <laughs> the summary of it um, was essentially that uh, it got to the point I sent out a message which was like. Uh, essentially, you know, um, I tried to be cool with you afterwards, but you're doing some stuff that's kind of annoying. So let's just like <laughs> be done with this. Um, I'm just not going to reach out to you anymore. And um, at the time, her reaction was like, why would you act that way? But she had been doing some stuff that wasn't cool. And I was just sick of the whole game of like the whole thing you just described with Incubus and the band, like me even reaching out in my mind, I'm like, that person could figure that out. They have Google, they have the internet, <laughs> they know what day their birthday is on. They know what bands are playing. They have a uh, ticket stub, stub hub, whatever. Um, so I didn't see the point um, at the time when I agreed to kind of mentally prepare myself for that type of situation. I was just like, this is stupid. Like, why am I wasting this energy um, for this, this situation? It's not a situation anymore. And then that compiled with the fact that, again, things that had happened prior. And I was just like, this is a waste of my energy. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Um, but she was trying to contain, continue it and maintain it. And I was like, look, let's let's not kid ourselves. This is this is how's the weather talk. And yeah. it's not really necessary. So, yeah, yeah that's uh, I agree that it has to be genuine. It can't be bullshit. Like we were just talking about I have enough bullshit bullshit relationships in my life right where it's on some superficial shit so i can't say that i i've always been good at being friends with people but to me for the people i've had like significant relationships with either like dated or like long term like off and on things like they are important people to me um Mm -hmm. so yeah it's uh, (laughs) an appropriate phrase but like once you see someone naked you can't unsee them naked uh, to me is like once I've been a little bit open and vulnerable with you, it's like I cannot just go and throw that shit away um, unless it comes at like some high personal cost. Right. I guess I haven't had that many toxic situations. Um, I also, as you know, don't really like or trust people that often. So I guess for a few people that I have, um, but relationships have the ebbs and flows, you know what I mean? Like sometimes and maybe this is my whole mentality and why like you know non-monogamy and all that shit's not scary to me just like sometimes you're really close with people sometimes you take breaks sometimes you like shit morphs um but if there's a strong foundation like why would you throw that away just for the sake of throwing it away because there's other people to invest that energy into exactly and, and, and i do and i i think it's i think i do that that calculation right so to me it's like okay ex-girlfriend from college that like we're cool like I talk to like once a year, that's not costing me much. Like, like, uh, Hey, what's up? How's your family? Or like, um, 
a different ex-girlfriend from college was in. She grew up in San Francisco. She was in town visiting her family. She was like, yeah, what's up? Haven't caught up in a while. And we got dinner. Like, like at this point, it's just like, you're a person in my life as opposed to like, yeah, an ex. You know what I mean? Got it. I guess I'm like a, a bonsai. I need to constantly be uh, cutting off those those branches yeah. to maintain my sheep. That's deep. I think, I think there's you, some deepness in there. I think huh? the, the deepness, depth. <laughs> deepness. Deepness. Yeah, uh, apologies to Mr. Weisberg, <laughs> high school English teacher. Um, yo, know, I, I, I will say that you've always been better about that than me. I, mm-hmm. um, I, I've gotten much better about it where mm-hmm. it's like the cost of keeping people around and you know, you're not opening yourself. You're not leaving space to take in new experiences and new people. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. I think for me, dating was a big part of it. Um, I mean, you, 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 you lock it down quicker uh, than I have. So I've done a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. I don't really date. Yeah. I've been on like uh, less than, uh, let me think actually outside of Mrs. J outside of a girl I was dating. I don't think I ever really did a date. I don't think I've ever really bought a girl a drink. No, one one girl a drink in my life. Um, and that was as a favor to a friend who was trying to get with her friend. And that's it. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm not proud of that. I don't know if that's something to brag about. <laughs> I, 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 it's just I, something I realized. <laughs> yeah, that was like last month for me. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I think part of it was through like dating. Like, I was... I was too hung up for a long time of like being that good dude. Yeah. Not to say I'm not a good dude. I think I am. Uh, but, you know, sometimes it's like you try and go out with people and you're just like, ah, this probably isn't romantic. But, uh, you know, we could have some fun. Um, but then for me, I was trying real hard not to be the stereotype of like being that guy. And then then I realized that's bullshit. <laughs> it's like because like I know I'm a good dude. Like, and once I got better about communicating, but like, yes, yeah, so I'm not feeling it in that way, but I'm down yeah. for this. If you're got cool, it. that's cool. But a lot of times you just end up like no one's saying shit and you think you're on the same page and then shit blows up horribly. <laughs> uh, guy sick of that pattern. I, um, I remember the night of one breakup where the girl tried to open up the door to some, some late night, uh, time so i'm like and, i'm like hey what's up you up <laughs> no we were like in the apartment and oh you know we had the conversation and we kind of like had a little dinner or whatever and she was like oh i'm doing this class uh it's like a, a strip pole pole dancing all the people were doing the pole dancing classes yeah, yeah they still do it. and she was like oh do you want to um see it <laughs> you want to watch me practice what she was doing <laughs> And I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, nah. Because I just, like, I couldn't, it felt, it felt like I'd be losing the battle, even if it meant me getting some ass. But I was just like, nah, I'm good. And then I kind of shut it down. And she was thrown off by that. And I was like, yeah, I got to go. Um, in retrospect, I probably should have smashed, but I did not. <laughs> but that's my ego. That's what that is. Yeah, it all comes at like a high emotional and mental cost. Like if it's not worth mm-hmm. it, it's definitely been situations where I'm like, yeah, we're very physically compatible, but my God, do I not want to talk to you? Um, <laughs> and there's been people who felt the same way about me, right? <laughs> so um, it's like, I, 
is it worth that like not wanting to talk to the person uh just for momentary uh chemical release or no nah. so i can't say i've always been good about that um got it yeah you know the heart wants what it wants well not the heart something else um <laughs> yeah man i think for me relationships in general um they're fucking complex dude and i, I think at its core is about communication so if I feel like I could communicate with somebody, like, whatever, you could be in my life. If I can't, like, fuck it. Um, so, and I, I care less about, like, labels and shit. It's just, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, I don't even know how to describe people sometimes. It's, like, yeah, okay, I dated that person for six years in college, but, like, calling them an ex to me feels, like, loaded, right? <laughs> it's just, like, oh, that's my people's, like, we used to date. We don't anymore. Um, yeah. You need, like, the quick labels for people, which are never sufficient, so... So how did that uh, six-year breakup, how did it end? What was like the final thing? Um, was it a series of events that kind of like soured everything or was just like, look, this is, let's just, this isn't working as a mutual agreement? Uh, logical conclusion? It always ends up mutual. <laughs> um, oh man, yeah. Damn, I was feeling that one uh, in the memories. Uh, yeah, it was hard, dude. Um, it was... Dated in college, dated after college. Uh, that person was in graduate. Uh, just say that person was in medical school. Um, mm. I was going through my own shit, like crazy ass job, traveling all the time. Mm. Then I was starting grad school, and in some ways, like our schedules, like our life schedules, were slightly off. Like mm. she was graduating med school, so I had to choose where she wanted to be for residency. As I was starting grad school, and you know, we had. I guess in the six years we had broken up once and got back together, taken before we broke up for the last time, I guess we took a little break. Um, and part of it was I was starting grad school. I was traveling. I was trying to figure my own shit out. Um, and so as she was starting to think about, she was starting her last year of medical school. So she has to think about where she wants to do residencies and she was starting to, you know, it forces a conversation like a year in advance of like, where is she going to live? Where am I going to be? All this stuff. And as I was applying to grad school, it would force a conversation like, shit, where might she have a residency? So, you know, you're trying to optimize for yourself while thinking about somebody else. And, you know, she started applying for places and wasn't getting like a bunch of good matches where I was going to grad school. But so it was going to take some like shitty stuff. And I was, and I said to her, I was like, yo, like, don't take some shitty residency just for me. Um, he didn't put a ring on it, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's crazy. She was going to change like some life plans, uh, and that's what I, I, I literally yeah. said to her. I was like, I was like, this import, this decision is more important than me right now, um, and that pissed her off. Um, in retrospect, she actually said that she's like, "You were right," and I was like, "I know I was." Like you and I, that's obvious. As an asshole, I mean, for anybody, like I had a sister, yeah, have a sister, but like anybody, yeah, anybody, that's ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah. and you know, she ended up at a a great residency. Um, Yeah, I think for me, the emotional connection was still there. If I'm being honest, it was probably part of me that was like, okay, we'll figure it out. Like we've had a break before. Like you know, it was still like a pretty important person to me. 
the thing that actually hurt the most was years later. Um, so we we were friends for like five years after we broke up, like relatively close. Um, and she started dating a, a dude who uh, she's now married to. Um, uh-huh. And we were talking and like I like met him and all this stuff. And she told me she was getting engaged. I was like, yeah, congrats, all this stuff. Um, and she she had said, she was like, she had made a joke. She was like, oh, what are you doing next June or some shit? And I was like, oh, y'all getting married. Congrats. Um, and then I guess it was like the next year. And it was like, I don't know, it was like March, April, some shit. And I was like, I never got an invite. <laughs> and, uh, and I like. Well, yeah. I mean, did you expect it? Yeah, I did. But you didn't think the husband would have a problem with uh, with that? So, again, I'm weird. I have gone to the weddings of exes. Like, only like one, I guess. Yeah, you are weird. Yeah, you're the anomaly. I don't know why I talk to this shit about it. <laughs> Why am I? Why do um, I have to be the anomaly though? It's just like we dated five years ago. Like we're not romantic. Like it's also like essentially somebody I grew up with, right? Like those years in college and after college, we go through a lot of shit. Like I know her whole family. Like um, she had gone to my grad school graduation. I went to a med school graduation. Like it's just. So wait, do you send them like birthday cards, Christmas cards? No, nah, I don't send any like Christmas cards. Like, do you keep in contact with the family? With the family? Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. So, so when did you stop that? So I never. You're concerning me, man. What? Keep going. I never. I never sent her family Christmas cards. What are you asking? Oh no, no, I'm asking you. Like, you were saying you were close with the family. You grew up with them. Da da da. I grew up with them, but like they know me. They like. Sorry, God. Yeah. Do do I mean? I'm essentially saying, do you keep in contact with them? Like when you send out your letters and your emails, your group thing. Nah. Okay. All right. All right. Um. We can still be friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long story short, right? So I was like texting. I was like, "Yo, uh, you know, not to say anything, but like, I guess, I guess I'm not coming to wedding." And she was like, "Yeah." So he wasn't as comfortable with it, and blah blah blah. And I was just like, "I, I get it." But here's my thing about, I guess, the whole fucking uh, relationship norms we have in our society is like totally understand you're like making a commitment to this dude for like the rest of your life mm. but you've only known dude for like a year like you've known me yeah. for like 15 <laughs> yeah but you got to think let's say this guy is standing up with his uh wedding toast they just finished cutting the cake i uh, take that first uh sip of champagne the crowd claps he gazes in his wife's uh eyes realizes this is the only woman he wants to be with and then he looks and sees yes <laughs> sitting down eating chicken he paid for <laughs> A little smirk on your face like that's gonna trigger something why, why should it trigger something he should be he should be securing himself right because yo if he wants to be he's probably insecure yo, but you don't yo. want to be but if he wants to your, be real your... if he wants to be real is he looking at his wife's eyes and is thinking now this is a woman who i want to spend my life with he should look at me and be like thank you for helping her get to where she is today Damn. No, straight up. He's out, no. he's out here grooming chicks. No, it's not grooming <laughs> anybody. Yeah. I'm joking with you. I'm joking with you. No, but like... It's like, you like that thing? I taught her that thing. See, that's what he's going to be not, thinking. I'm not though. even thinking in that realm. I'm thinking in general. Everybody... <laughs> oh, I was. Yeah. I, was. I mean, that's true too. Yeah. You're welcome. But um, <laughs> but no, everybody who's like been part of your journey gets you to where you are, right? So like, yeah, that's true. why do we always act like people like fucking immaculate conception? Like... They just started the day I met them. It's like no, they had a whole fucking life, and they had people in their life. Um, also, we had, we we were friends longer than we had dated at that point, right? Um, mm-hmm. 
like and yeah whatever i totally get it and that's the norm i think it's a stupid fucking norm Mm -hmm. yeah and like and like i realize that's why i'm out here on the island of my shit right (laughs) um got it it. it's also like yeah straight up people could say vows and still step out on you and do whatever fuck you want so don't act like don't act like saying some shit in front of people is holding people down it's like yo if i wanted your girl i'll take your girl like it's not it's not even about that right like like straight up <laughs> that sounded a lot more uh, angry than I, than I meant it to but that's yeah. that confidence no um <laughs> yeah but yeah there was a different yeah and i know i'm weird i know i'm weird i i started coming to the fact that i was weird like when i was in my, my like early 20s and i would like say shit and people would work be like wait your girlfriend's letting you do that and i was like wait she don't own me <laughs> it's like and I don't know, man. Like, I went to somebody's wedding. Uh, it was an ex-girlfriend from college. I was the only person from college there. And, like, her family knows me. They're like, oh, what's up? How are you? Like, maybe I was, like, one of two people from college or some shit. But it's, I don't know. I'm an anomaly that way, I guess. Yeah. I'll admit yeah. it. People got to get over their fucking insecurities. Like, straight up, man. It's tough. Um, I had a friend. He... I guess the same thing happened. He dated a girl in college. They were together for maybe two, two and a half years. And she was really close with him, close with the mom. And they had the wedding. It was down South and she was supposed to be on the list. And I think she was at one point. And then we saw that she didn't show up and we found out that, you know, it was stirring up some stuff with the, uh, the bride and, uh, it didn't seem crazy to me. It was like, oh, I, I guess I get, I get it. it too. For the very same reason I told I get it too, but at some point, I don't know. And if marriage was this like be all, end all, like iron gate around your relationship, why do people get divorced? Why do people cheat? You know what I mean? It's like have the conversation to be secure rather than like let's just assume. Like if your if your issue is I'm threatened by this person that used to be in your life. Talk about that <laughs> rather than like, oh, yeah, let's act like you never dated anybody. Like, come on. Yeah. That's dumb. Unless, I don't know, some people like to act like they're the one and only, like they're the savior, like they taught you everything. I don't think that's the mentality about everybody. I think it goes back to the fact that I'm I'm paying for your meal and you... You smashed my girl at some point. Yo, whatever. I bought you a set of knives. Whatever the fuck, yo. Is it even exchange? <laughs> yeah, that's that's my. Yo, know, to me, a wedding invitation is like uh, is an act of aggression. Because even if I don't go, you force me to buy you a fucking gift. You gotta do something. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, that's like declaration of war right there. Like, don't invite me. Don't. Ah, oh, see that? See that little card? That little paperless post fucking stamp? Oh, <laughs> you just made the enemy list. Yeah, how many how many weddings have you gone to? How much? I guess what was your peak like wedding season? Like how many weddings did you go to in like one year? Um, I can tell you in my life it was five and Damn, maybe <laughs> it, was, it had to be couldn't be more than five. Uh, but I did two. No, it's like one a year. I think it's one a I year. Did like five or six. Yeah, you got married, That's man. Too much. Like a second job. I know. That shit was expensive. Yeah. I, I come through for the people I care about, though. For the people I care about. Yeah. However, 
I told I tell everybody though, if you get divorced, second wedding, don't expect a gift. You better get that shit in the divorce. <laughs> Them knives is yours. <laughs> get those knives. <laughs> Ain't coming through. You give everybody knives. Give yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knives for a bit. Nah, I don't give everybody knives. Yeah, I did give knives to to one set of friends that was there's some hot blooded Italians. I was like, please don't kill each other with these. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, it was one set of friends. I was like, what's the, like, I don't know, the, you have like a year to give somebody a gift or some shit. So, what? yeah, that's, okay. yeah, it's like some wedding rule. Oh, I did not yeah. know. Yeah, me either. Um, also, yeah, I, I've been to different types of weddings where there's different types of wedding rules. Um, but apparently you, that's like the common thing. You have like up to a year after the wedding to get them a gift. Um, so there was this one set of friends I had spent a lot of money to go to their wedding. It was like, in, you know, I was in grad school or some shit. So I, it wasn't a lot of extra funds. But, you know, I was like, all right, they're good people. They're very important to me. And I was friends with both of them. So I was like, all right, that kind of feels like extra. Um, so I go to the wedding registry and it's like months later. And it's like not much left. Except like, you know, those expensive ass garbage cans. The like touchless stainless steel oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like that was like the last thing on the on the registry. So I was like, all right. And I was like, this doesn't reflect how I feel about you, but here are your garbage cans. And relationship. <laughs> Congratulations on your nuptials. To me, <laughs> we've already talked about this a million times. <laughs> like weddings are weddings are the transactional performative part of companionship. It's about companionship, it's about love, it's about all that shit. Um I see people get stressed out over these weddings, man. I'm like, you don't got to do any of this. <laughs> it's like, why are you starting off like this new phase of your life on some high stress? And debt. <laughs> Crazy ass debt, B. Yeah. I will admit, though, I, I for some reason, it's been like this odd habit, a hobby of mine for the past decade. I do read the New York Times wedding announcements. I know. I think that's weird. It too. is weird. That you check that it out. is fucking weird, and then I think it's weird that they take the time to put that in there. Because I think I think um, it's, as a sociologist in me, it is like fascinating because it says a whole lot of nothing, but it means yeah, a it, but it time. means a lot to these people. But you get the name drop name and drop. You get to mention where they were and where they're getting married. And Jay's father is a partner at blah 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 blah. Who gives blah. A fuck, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I guess that's like rich people boasting. It's the equivalent of like an Instagram. It's not even all these rich people. I mean, the ones that you sent me, or maybe that's because yeah, because it's people we went to school with. <laughs> what was that other shit we were talking about the other day? Um, is it a sign when somebody is trying to check out your partner that you've picked the right partner? I mean, it makes you feel good knowing that you're getting a cosign. But I mean, you got with that person anyway. Cause you probably felt those same things, but it's like a, I guess it's like a little bit of a uh, reassurance. Um, and sometimes it's just like an ego boost. Like, you know, yeah. Like y'all, I have something y'all want, but you're not going to get, I guess there's an yeah. ego thing so, in there too. So back to your point about inv getting invited to the wedding. Why couldn't your man look into the eyes of his beautiful wife and then look at me and be like, yeah. <laughs> You know, why can't it be an ego boost? And I'll be like, yeah, good for you. Good for you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but it's different if like the waiter is checking out your bride 
as opposed to the guy who actually <laughs> penetrated your wife at some point in in her life. You don't you don't know that. We just held hands. Different, yeah. We just held hands. <laughs> held hands and read the Bible. But yeah, I think I think that's always a good thing when you have somebody who will um you know, give a little lingering look or whatever cuz it I think will remind you that you have to be on your game and it would do the same if roles were reversed. It's just like a healthy reminder that you know, you guys aren't the only game in town and <laughs> you got to protect your investment. Protect <laughs> Say it in a weird investment. way. Wow. But, um, wow. <laughs> I mean, your relationship. That's what I mean. Like, you know, don't walk around with a, with a gut hanging out and, protect. and wow. you know, not washing your ass. Yeah. I mean. Well, protect was the wrong word. Yeah. Protect feels a little, uh, <laughs> a little like caveman. <laughs> drag yeah. You I'm over. not saying protect your property. I'm saying like. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, maybe maybe way, just abort. I I, I'm saying it clearly. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not aborting this. It's true. But I guess you don't you don't feel that way. So what do you mean I don't feel that way? Maybe that's why you don't get it. No, I feel no. Like if you're a walk Go ahead. Do you feel that way? What way? What so you're saying that you wouldn't feel a certain type of way if somebody was like uh staring at Yeah. I, it's not even like an anger no, thing. I, but like I don't feel like I feel in yeah I I guess I'm just fucking with you because of your choice of words I'm not disagreeing it's like to me it doesn't only take that but yeah it is a little bit like okay yeah let me yeah let me let me uh yeah let me make sure I'm I'm make sure that you are that person is actively choosing me versus all the other options out here yeah yeah and I think to the to the other extreme it's like. If somebody come through, you know, batting their eyelashes too big and they want to like go with them, I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> you know, it's like, not like I'm not going to like fight for it, but it's just like, yo, if that's what you really want, I like, I, mm. I'm not here to, to like compare myself to other people. I'm here to like be me and like, hopefully that's enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So I'm coming at it from the same angle. I think there's also like, uh, have you heard this thing called compersion? Compersion, no. What is that? Um, let's see. I mean, the way I mean, maybe I should look up the official definition of it uh, versus my interpretation of it. But my interpretation of it is, it's um, it's essentially like when you feel really happy for your partner's happiness but you don't necessarily feel like you have to provide that happiness. So there's like extremes of it, right? Where I think it's like cuckoldry. Um, you know, you know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the extreme of it where it's like becomes like this pathology where it's like you can't be happy or, you know, find arousal or whatever unless your partner is, you know, with somebody else or something um like on mm-hmm. some extremeness and then i think there's the other side of it where it's just like extreme jealousy where it's just like why were you looking up while there were men in that room you know it's just kind of like on some all right like you don't own somebody um so like to me there's like that spectrum from like extremely jealous to like not not caring but it's like almost like this obsessive bit um and I think like compersion, the way I interpret it is, yeah, for people I really care about, I want them to be happy. 
I do not feel like I control their happiness. I feel like I contribute to it and I really would like to be a huge contributor of it. Um, but it's like, yeah, to me, it's like you go out and someone's like, oh, that person's attractive. I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> you know, versus like, what, 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 why do you think they're hot? Yo, what does he have that I don't have? You know, it's like, I think those are like the flip sides mm-hmm. of it. Um, so, yeah, I think compersion is definitely something that I think I'm somewhere on that spectrum more like. I'm not really a jealous person because it's like, hey, like I don't own you. Do what you do. Um, like it takes me a long time to trust people, so it's like I probably don't trust most people to begin with. So <laughs> I'm not jealous because like. So I have a question about but, that. So if if somebody you were with, you don't trust people. Yeah, it takes um, it takes, a a it takes a while. Takes a while. But if uh, the person you're with decides that she wants to be with somebody who makes her happy, compersion. Um, are you welcoming that person in? Like you're saying to that guy, oh, let's go out for drinks as a trio yeah, and, and I, get to know I, each other? I think there's, I think it's less black and white. I think, all right, here's how I would reframe it. Um, I would rather the person I'm with be like, hey, I'm feeling something else. Let's talk about it. Versus like, oh, you're cheating on me. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. That I'm not saying, yeah, uh, to your other scenario. I don't know. I I think it's a conversation. Um, but also there's other ways to do that. Where it's just like, cool, you want to spend time with somebody else. That doesn't mean I have to spend time with them per se. <laughs> Everybody's friends with everybody shit. Um, and okay, that's like an extreme example to talk about it in like a romantic realm. But like mm-hmm. you've had partners. You don't have to be friends with all their friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this is not a f- I, friend I get of theirs. It, but this is a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so <laughs> clear. <laughs> it's a special friend. Um, uh, it doesn't have to be complicated, even if it is complex. I would say. Okay. Yeah, man. Honestly, like everybody, like with two chickens, should have the real conversations. Um, and like to me, anytime I have felt anything approaching jealousy is some other shit going on like what um not feeling definitely not feeling secure with the person and how real they're being or how authentic they're being toward me regarding their other no regarding me or just regarding with me you. yeah oh, okay you know okay. it's like if i if i feel like it's a good foundation and i know where the person's coming from like I've never really, I guess, approached jealousy. I guess what it approaches that little bit of like, oh, you know, let me puff my chest up a little bit. You know, like, like oh, okay, um, you know, remind that the, reminder that like, oh, there's other games in town. You know, it's like it keeps you on your toes, so to speak. Um, versus it mm-hmm. like taking you down the path of like, what's going on? Why? It's like all these questions. Like to your earlier point, it's like yeah, that little bit of like, oh yeah, you know, make you you know not get that beer gut. Um, make you go to the gym a little bit harder. Um, yeah, I think that's good. That's healthy. Um, a little bit of healthy competition, so to speak, I think is human. Um, but if it turns into like jealousy, I think there's something else going on. At least that that's what it's been for me. I'm trying to think if I've ever been jealous in a relationship. Have you, have you, have you ever cared enough to be jealous? I don't mean that in a fucked up way, but 
See that? No, no, no. I get what you're saying, but that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna pose the same question to you because now that you mentioned it, I went back and I thought about any jealous experiences I had in a relationship, and I can only think of one. Um, but it made me think when you say that you're cool with these things, is it because I don't care? You are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good question. Uh, you said, no, I yeah. said I said yeah to your question oh okay yeah yeah. i think it's a good question um yeah i've done a lot of thinking about that i don't think that's the case uh but you know tom will tell and tom will continue to tell i think for me even getting to the place with somebody like yeah i I feel like you it's it's really good to do this it's really easy to do smoke and mirrors like i was hanging out with some people and uh my uh my friend's friend, he was like, yeah, man, why are you single? You seem like a good catch. And I was like, I'm not trying to get caught. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I, that just, that is mm-hmm. not me. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I could have did the matrix shit. I could have taken the red pill and been married in the suburbs with like three kids right now. Um, Cause that is literally what my ex is doing. Um, and what she said she wanted to do back when we were in college. Um, and I could have, uh, I had a situation yeah. like that. And I could have gone down that path super easily. And I know that about myself because I, back in the day, especially would acquiesce a little bit more. I'd be like, all right, it's good. That's what you want. Uh, make it work. But something told me, nah, something told me no. <laughs> and I'm glad my gut told me no. Um, so yeah, man, I could like, yeah, I'm a catch or whatever people want to say. Um, but that's not real for me if if it's not authentic. So mm-hmm. um, I really do get to a place where I care about people and that still these questions have still been the like it's not like I care about somebody be like okay now I want to marry you and have three kids it's like no I really care about you I still think about this other stuff yeah okay okay um also since we're talking about that I can tell you about the time that I was jealous um long distance relationship uh dated for a little bit in school and uh she told me some story and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. This is the dumbest story. Like you can't be fucking. Okay. <laughs> so, um, she, there was somebody she was in school with, I guess they were, uh, in school together or in classes together. And, um, they had some bet and she's telling me the story. She's like, oh yeah, we were shooting around and we had a bet about who was, Whoever was going to make the most shots had to cook the other person oh pancakes or some, oh some dumb shit. First of all, can we just talk about you, you, that's weak game from your man, whoever this dude was. It's weak game. It's it so is, weak. but I mean, if weak, it works, it game. works. And, so, I, and, and I have offered to cook losing. people breakfast, so I have, I'll have. admit that there's times when my game has been weak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they um they have that bet. I guess he... He loses. Uh-huh. Obviously, this dude plays uh-huh. basketball, so he loses. <laughs> um, and uh, they go over to um, hang out, and I guess she's making him the pancakes. This is at her apartment. Can we pause? And can we pause? She can we pause? posted. Huh? <laughs> all right, all right. This yeah. is like, first of all, I don't, I don't even know if I would have gotten to jealousy in this story. I would have been, I just would have been like, wow, you're not as smart as I thought. Well, see, now <laughs> that's a good point because as the story is going on, I'm like, okay, this is dumb. First of all, like this is weak 
it's a weak yeah. approach anyway and yeah. you're falling for it and you're telling me like oh yeah so you know he lost and you know i made them pink things. we had a bet and i'm like uh you yeah. can't be that silly yeah. like yeah. really it's a it's a anyway so that was running through my head i'm thinking like maybe i dated like a a, a stupid person <laughs> a gullible person um so facebook was popular at the time and um there was a picture that came up um i think it was later that week or day i don't know and um she had thug life t-h-u-g-l-i-f-e written in permanent marker on her stomach and she took a picture of it and i was like oh that's interesting like who wrote that and she's like oh remember the guy i was telling you about um that was the other part of the bet you had to tattoo somebody so he wrote on my stomach i'm like are you (laughs) are you serious right now so i'm listening to it in disbelief like now i'm mad that she's dumb um then i'm like oh maybe this was like the plan anyway to inspire jealousy but i remember at that point um it wasn't jealousy it was more like dumbfounded that you fell for this essentially um so i got mad a little bit but then i felt like if i didn't act mad enough then she would think that that you didn't care i don't know, I don't know you had logic yeah you had to but be I thought, like woman here exactly so i exactly so i had to be a little more like i can't believe you did that and i, I don't even think i can talk that's to you right so now that's so stupid Jay. and um, oh my god that's so stupid it was dumb it was so you had to it was you had to fake jealousy you had like to fake I, some some <laughs> it's like it's like a this is like well, some bad see, now this is a this is a build up to another it's, it's like bad community theater was, right now this dude. is a build up to another yeah so i i did that and then afterwards it was like okay if i say something too soon then she'll think that that's acceptable um and then i was just again um annoyed that she fell for it um and then i was like reevaluating everything like you know it's long distance anyway so maybe this is like a good stopping point um cut our losses sort of sort of thing um so i think we didn't talk like a couple of days i don't even know and then we went back to it uh and again it's long distance so it's not like anything changes we're still talking on the phone talking on the phone or whatever uh texting and um i think that the other thing that happened, which in, with, was in the same time frame, she went to some sort of ball or something, and she knew somebody who was a friend of a, a worker, a coworker she was working with, and he had to go to the ball or she had to go to the ball, and they invited each other, so they went as a couple. And I remember that being annoying to me um, because I just thought, and it's probably childish on my part, but it was me thinking essentially that's my, it's my woman, <laughs> possession. Like you're playing with my, my, yeah, my. Yeah. I don't know. But that was the one time I think I felt uh, jealous about it, and then even then that was like a fleeting thing where I felt it for maybe like a couple of hours, and I was like, all right, this is not that serious. But for me, I think that it was sort of uh, not caring about the relationship, um, sort mm-hmm. of reaction or feeling I had about the whole situation as a whole. And that's why the the jealousy wasn't really true jealousy. It wasn't really true anger. It was just like a passing, like, oh, that was mm-hmm. disrespectful. But yeah, right. I don't so know. Here's a yeah. question I have. It kind of flip it. And um, yeah. how much do you know or how much do you want to know about Mrs. J's past? Um, I know her past. And how do you, how do you feel? How do you feel uh, when it comes open up? About um, it's a past. Um, this is our present, so it doesn't really affect. There's me. no jealousy. There's no like. I know uncomfortableness, discomfort. No, and then even um, 
like uh, I told you before, on our first date, there was a guy sitting across from us, sloppy looking dude. <laughs> and we're going on our first date. He's sitting across from us. And obviously we're together. And he says to her, he's like, oh, um, excuse me, miss. I just want to tell you that um, you look very nice today. And uh, I hope you have a good night. And I'm looking at him like, dude, I'm sitting right here and you're talking to her. And then she looked at me and she laughed. And then we're giggling at the whole thing. Um, and it's happened before. And I'm like, well, you know, get a drink. Uh, get a gin and because that's Use what I this. drink. <laughs> and we make it work. But there was never, there's never been a question of like uh, doubt about the relationship, even at the beginning. So that's why I don't, didn't ever feel any so sort I of think, jealousy. I think that's exactly anything. what I was saying. Um, exactly what I was saying. That's why I'm not a jealous person. Cause it's like, yeah, cause it. I get I'm not, I don't waste my time with people I don't care about. Makes more sense. Um, so if you're the type of person that like, I'm going to start to feel some jealousy for, it's like, I, I guess I'm not really feeling this. I'm not feeling you being authentic. I don't feel secure. I don't feel there's a foundation mm-hmm. here. Um, mm. Yeah. If I feel secure, like, uh, cool, go, go dance with somebody else. Go, go, go for, go laugh. Yeah. Um, I hope you come home with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I, 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 I hope that I have proven yeah. enough of why that's fun, but not what you want. But if it is what you want, be real with mm-hmm. it. Let me know. And we work it out or we don't, you know? Yeah. Life is short, B. <laughs> it's like people, you go through so much of life, like having a dialogue with yourself, like being mad, being like unhappy, being unfulfilled. And it's like, yo, just get that shit out there and then just fucking live, live your life, make a choice. You know what I mean? Like choices ain't easy, mm-hmm. but choice is always there. It's like you hate your job. You can leave your job. There are consequences leaving your job. You got bills to pay. You got a family to feed. So you got to figure this shit out. But don't say you can't leave your job. You can. It just fucking sucks. Um, but you know what sucks? Waking up every day hating your job. Waking up every day and like your soul is like fucking like like drained, man. And, like yeah. so it's like, yo, that's the trade-off. So you can complain and really not do anything in your control or have something in your control and they have consequences that people say there's no choices because they just don't want to deal with the consequences so like you're unhappy in your relationship you're unhappy with your job like you're tired of your sex life you're, you're sick of this, the same shit you're eating every night it's like why are you having that dialogue by yourself just put it out there in the world and then try and fix it um and you'd be surprised you put it out there in the world people might try and meet you halfway people might try and help you get through it as well and it's like, yeah, this job does suck. How can we get you something else? I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of eating this shit too. <laughs> like, like it's like little things to big things, man. It's like we've been told as a society is just like shut up and take it. And like while most of us are doing it, doing that, you got a bunch of other people just doing what they want. Right? <laughs> and then we just complain it under our breath. Like, oh, look at them. It's like, yo, yeah, look at them. Look at them being fucking happy. <laughs> like they're doing it in an assholeish way. Um, and the reason they're doing it assholeish way is because no one's saying anything, right? It's like when you're on the subway and is that like one crazy person? It's like there's like 90 people who all see it and all look at each other, give me the side eye. It's just like, yo, why don't the 90 people just tell the person to shut the fuck up? You know, except that one person is holding 90 people hostage. <laughs> so I saw uh, there was a situation where um, it was a crazy guy on the subway and Everybody saw it because he was being real loud. And then another guy started to confront him and they had a debate and then they had some words. And then he basically talked 
that person off the train so people were happy. It turns out he was a crazy <laughs> person. He was just a little calmer. And then he starts talking and, and rambling about stuff that's a little bit along the same lines as the other guy. But um, that was the train wreck. <laughs> the devil you know versus the devil you don't. <laughs> exactly. I feel like the uh, I feel like the playlist this week should be uh, wedding songs. I feel like it should be breakup songs. Or so I'm on a big Sean kick. I was telling you, um, he has an album coming out. I always thought that he was good at writing. Um, I guess he, he's in a sense an emo rapper to an extent. Um, but he's really good at writing about relationships and stuff. He was dating some uh, the singer Janae. Uh, yeah. Aiko. Then they broke up and now on his single, which is about breaking up with girls and mental health and being selfish, um, she's singing a hook. I'm pretty sure she's singing a hook on that song. So uh, that must have been a weird recording session because it's about like, oh, break up, let go. I think that's the chorus or something along those lines. Um, but he makes good music like that. So I have a couple of Big Sean songs if we're doing right. uh, Man D'Angelo, uh, Breakups and Makeups. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Let's see what else. Um, yeah, let's keep it contemporary breakup songs. And I, I don't want to the Motown breakup songs that. No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I was like that LP song. Which one? Oh, uh, the F word. No, T O J. It was on. You sent me one time. It was like a anti Valentine's Day <laughs> mixtape. Remember that mixtape? <laughs> okay. Uh, probably. Do you, do you remember yeah. that? <laughs> it was um by I forget the DJ's name. Uh, I remember the cover. It's like a picture of some sneakers stepping on right. some flowers. Uh, it was a good. Uh, I, w- I would put on uh, "Cannibal Ox" the F word because the F word was friends. Mm. Mm-hmm. Makes you think. Yeah, such, such deepness. Deep. Sorry, Mister Weisberg. I said I said uncomfortableness instead of discomfort. You said deepness instead of depth. And I didn't correct you. <laughs> you, you said something else. <laughs> it's like I swear we paid attention in class. Um. Nah, this is, is a deep, deep deepness is different from death. I'd never heard of compersion. I'd never heard of that word. Is that some sort of like hippie shit? New, <laughs> new word? Has that been around for a while? Is yeah, that I think it's recent, like 2000. Yeah, I think it, it it's existed for a while. I think it definitely comes up a lot in the uh, non monog, uh, poly, all that literature. So, uh, yeah, it definitely feels probably like new agey, but I think the word has been around for a while. Um, what have we learned this week? Did we learn anything? No. Nah, uh, not learned. really. We just talked about. Yeah, uh, we learned that it is possible to be friends with exes if it makes sense. And if it doesn't, eh. Uh, I think I learned or reminded myself that if everything, and you said the same thing, if everything's going right in your situation, you're not really feeling jealous about things that other people might feel if you're confident in the uh yeah and in then uh, you put a little a little fuel in the tank uh you know give you a little bit of uh excitement and then uh yeah. step your game up we also learned that if you're dating a woman who loses a bet and has to make pancakes for a young man and also have him touch her stomach and write thug life on it perhaps you shouldn't date this woman so stupid <laughs> <laughs> You know what's interesting about that? If we talk a little bit deeper on uh, a little, a little, a little, deep dive on a little deepness on um, it, <laughs> let's, yeah. let's bring us some more deepness. <laughs> um, have you ever been in a complacent relationship where it just goes on and it's not really good, it's not really bad, it's just there? I it's kind of yes, it. depends on how you define a relationship. I've definitely like been dating people where it's just like this, like 
pattern of like, cool, we're going to hook up. We're not going to say anything. We're not going to really date. Okay, we're going to hook up. Okay. And it's just like at some point, someone's like, no mas. <laughs> and you're just like, thank God. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've uh, been in one of those before and I didn't really realize I was in it. I was kind of like, oh, no. this is cool. I was tied up exactly. with uh, work exactly. and like outside relationship things. And then after a while, I'm like, damn, it's been a minute. We're still doing this. And, you know, it's not bad, but it's not great. <laughs> Imagine that for people in, like, marriages be. Yeah, that's that's vicious. No, I definitely, there was times where when I was dating real heavy when I came out here for a little bit. And it was just, it was a distraction, man. Work sucked. Like, and it was just like, I just go on all these dates. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I could tell the same story, like, a few times a month. And, like people laugh <laughs> you know it's just like it was it literally was a distraction and you get that little hit of like validation you know it's like oh somebody finds me attractive oh somebody thinks i'm funny oh somebody wants to like hook up with me mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. but you're not really feeling it and i i wouldn't put it on them i put it on me like i wasn't in a place to feel i wasn't in a place to like yeah yeah um but then it's like three months later and you're just like i don't really like this person <laughs> like, do i keep doing this yeah We'll leave that there. Um, a lot of deepness. What should we call this episode? Um, deepness. Deepness. I think it's been uh, staring <laughs> in our face the entire time. <laughs> deepness. We'll yeah. make it sound deeper than that. We'll add some depth. All right. We'll do this again. Um, all right. Come on. All right. Sounds good. <laughs>